This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I find these various Law of Attraction teachings, I could almost say, endlessly interesting. Because they continually are helpful when we look at them and directly apply them into our life. There's so much here that we can look at and explore, which is what we try to do on this show, is explore different teachings, different methods, different approaches to what we want, to what others want, to how to practically improve our lives, improve the lives of others. All of these teachings can point to those wonderful things, those practical, wonderful things, and bring more peace into our lives, more fulfillment into our lives. But this is a tricky subject, and it's so tricky that I personally don't think that most people want to even talk about it. People get into various manifesting concepts, law of attraction ideas, but then relatively few of the many people who get into those ideas, really pursue it continuously with not just their mind, but with their heart. Because this is so different than what we've been taught, generally speaking, growing up about how we can be fulfilled, how we can live a better life, how we can improve other people's lives. These Law of Attraction teachers and teachings are showing us a way that is very unorthodox compared to how most of us were raised. But I don't think you would be listening to this unless you thought there was something to it. One of these things that I think most of us find difficult, I know that I find difficult, is that we are raised and taught that truths are objective generally speaking. Something is true and something is not true. We're very scientific in terms of how we view concepts and what's valid, what's invalid, what works, what does not work. There's objective truth that we're using as a barometer there. And the law of attraction is not like this most of the time. It's much more about subjective truths subjectivity. The law of attraction and the various very interesting spiritual teachings that fall under that large umbrella, it's generally used to improve something in our lives. And we improve things in our lives through subjective understanding, not objective understanding, subjective understanding of these principles. Objectively, there's nothing to understand here. You already have it all. Deep spirituality, all of those great teachings, all say that you're already fine. You're saved. Right now, in this present moment, everything is fine. There's nothing you need to do. But subjectively, we don't feel like that a lot of the time. We feel like we are lacking. We feel like we are in pain and are suffering in some way. And subjectively, We wish to change this. And the only way to change it 
is to subjectively change how you feel about it. Because objectively, you don't have to change anything. I'm telling you, and if you listen to this show, you know I mean it when I say it. If we're present right now, if we recognize now fully in this moment, there is nothing you have to change. But we don't recognize it from our subjective viewpoint. And this lack of recognition is a subjective lack of recognition. It's subjective. What I'm saying is you already are fine. But you have to convince yourself subjectively that you are fine to feel fine. You already are perfectly fine right now. There's nothing you need to do differently. You don't need to do anything. You're fine as you are. If we want to use religious language, we could say God is here. God is always here. And if God is here, well, then there's no problem. But subjectively, we don't understand this. And we suffer. Or one could say we imagine we suffer because of that. So a lot of the stuff we explore is just looking at ways to recognize that you're fine already. And any of the practical improvements you make in your life are just subjective changes to the perfection that is always there. Not easy to understand with the head, let alone the heart. Again, that's why most people who get into these ideas don't really stay with it or ever get that in-depth about it because it starts to become very subjectively uncomfortable when we start to look at ourselves this way. When we realize, well, if all these things people are saying seem to be true, why can't I do it in the way I want? Why can't I improve things the way I want? Or why can't I recognize the perfection of things as they already are? Why can't I do it? And the only way to do it is to subjectively change yourself. And that's a process for everybody. And it's all good. But it's a subjective process. One book that I don't think I've mentioned on the show yet that you may have heard of, it's very popular, rightfully so, is a book called The Abundance Book by John Randolph Price. In this book, Price shares many practical and simple tips to undergo this subjective process and become more at peace with not only who you are, but what you are. He has a 40-day plan, for instance, in the book that has worked for many, many people. I've had multiple clients who have utilized this plan to improve their lives. And this book remains a, a bestseller in the New Age genre because it is practical and it deals with practical ways to subjectively change your view of yourself and align you more with the perfection that you already are. It makes it more easy for you to recognize it. So I wanted to read an excerpt from the Abundance book, and the passage I'm going to read, I believe, is actually from another one of Price's books called Practical Spirituality, which I have not read, but which is quoted in the Abundance book. 
this gives you a good idea of the type of process subjectively that we go through in order to improve our lives on that practical subjective level. And there's nothing objective about it. He writes, look at the code words. My consciousness of God as my supply is my supply. Let's break down the statement. First, my consciousness of God. This means your awareness, understanding, and knowledge of the presence within you. That God presence, Christ, spirit, divine mind, or whatever term for the higher power that is most comfortable for you. When you are aware of something, you draw that something into your awareness, which is your consciousness. And awareness leads to understanding, and understanding leads to knowledge. When you turn your mind within and contemplate the presence, when you focus on that spirit within, when you recognize and become aware of the infinite mind right where you are, a most dramatic thing happens. At the moment of awareness, you literally open your consciousness to receive the presence of God. Because the energy, substance, intelligence, power, love, and will of that presence follows the beam of your awareness. Your entire energy field is filled with the very Spirit of God. Remember, God is. But God is not in your experience unless there is awareness recognition of the presence. Spirit mind can express in your world only through your consciousness. At this stage of your spiritual maturity, spirit seems to ask you a question. What would you have me be? And that's why you must identify the presence as that which you desire in the outer world. Let's say it is money. Money is a symbol of the divine idea of supply. Now let's connect the first two parts of the statement. My consciousness of God as my supply. Your consciousness of God as your supply fills your consciousness with God as your supply. Therefore, your consciousness becomes your supply. We can now complete the statement. My consciousness of God as my supply is my supply. Can you understand what happens when you embody the truth and meaning of that statement? Your consciousness becomes cause to the outer world, and based on cosmic law, as within, so without. Become conscious of the presence within as the fulfillment of any desire you have, and your consciousness will outpicture itself as that fulfillment, easily, quickly, and in peace. Prices, describing there, going from an objective understanding, one could say, of spirituality, of truth, of God, to a subjective understanding in which we experience something directly, subjectively. Our consciousness embodies it and we feel it and experience it ourselves, for ourselves, subjectively. Understanding these ideas objectively is a wonderful thing but understanding them subjectively 
is the true fulfillment and joy of this practice and continual education we are giving ourselves in regards to the law of attraction and all of its related concepts. I hope this was helpful.